For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. For the record, for the record, for the for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. Dean Clark grew up in Maroubra as a bra boy. In this moment of redemption, Dean shares stories of life growing up as a bra boy and how drugs and the changing times has influenced the culture of the area and the club. Every generation down Maroubra, you've got, there's the older boys and underneath, then there's another generation, then there's another generation. And that testosterone's pushing up through all them ranks. Everyone's just outdoing everyone. So when you come through there as a little 12-year-old kid, 13-year-old, whatever you are, you're going to get put to the test. And you're around all these fucking characters, these old blokes that have already got a name that you already know about. Now you're next to them, sort of thing. So when I started off, I remember we had a, a little team of us, we all got together, and we had nowhere to keep our surfboards, right? So we... we um. We started putting our surfboards on the rocks at North Maroubra. There was a little cave. We used to go down there, put our backpacks on, whatever. We wouldn't, we'd be gone, throw our weddies on. We're in our wetsuits the whole day. We'd sit on this rock north and we'd be in the surf. So, we, But that, that's how we started off down there, right? And then we used to get the older boys coming down past. It's what's doing, Groms. Come out, get in the surf with us. So we started, we, was, and then our crew got bigger and bigger and bigger. And and then because you want to be known, we started getting a little fucking name for ourselves because none of us would take a little backward step. My my crew, we were we were tight knitted little kids. If if one in all in with my gang, you know, like and and that was my little age generation. If one of us were doing something, we're all doing it. If someone had a a problem with us, well, then he had a fucking problem with all of us. That's how we grew up when we were young, you know. How old are you talking about, Dino? Around this time, thirteen. So quite young. 13. Some of me mates even twelve, eleven. You know, like, uh, yeah, some of me, well, there's about, yeah, I would have been 13 or 12 when I first started, and then had even mates even younger, like Dakota Abbott and that, they would have been 11 and 12. My generation was like the last of when Maroubra was like the Wild West, you know what I mean? We were like the back end of the Bra Boys when it was fucking, no one had kids down there then. Yeah. There's all families in that down Maroubra now with kids and missus. Back then, no one had anything. Everyone was doing their best back in them yeah. days, you know, like, so we, that's where me and Coda and that, we all started our thing from down there on, on the rocks. And then I, I never forget it. There was this, we, we sort of started forming and this fucking, now that we look back at it, we, we sort of think like this, this sicko used to come down and he, he would have been 40. We used to get lounges and chairs and that. And we used to put them on the rocks and lay there. And then all of a sudden, this 40-year-old bloke would come along. Darius, his name was. We used to get it changing our wetsuits. And they, well, you'd never think about that. No, sort of, well, you, you know definitely I mean? Back at, as a 12 or 13-year-old, no. you don't think about that. So we're on the rocks. We're cruising and some fucking sicko. Well, it didn't last long for him because he fell asleep one day on the rocks and the boys seen a bit of white. He got bashed and robbed. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, spat and told to fucking get out of there by yeah. us, you know? Well, we just sort of... So then what happened, one of the older boys... Jimmy Olsen, I call him the landowner because he gave us a bit of land, mate. He gave us the land. So he said to all us groms, you know, like, get off the rocks and, and bring all your shit up to his backyard. So he lived in a unit at North Maroubra, right, right behind the roundabout in the thick of it. So all us kids went, mate, at some times he'd have 50 kids in his backyard, Jim. 
Wow. You know what I mean? Just, just, just let us have whatever we want in there. He, he had his missus and his kids and that in, in the unit and fucking 50 little kids running around out the back, you know? So that's why I call him. He's the landowner, mate. He, he, and then that's how we started getting introduced to boys, you know? At that time, they had pro surfers coming down there. That's right. You know, you got your Coves, your Wayno and that. They're all little big wave surfers. They're, they're bringing big wave surfers over here. We're meeting them as kids. You start to get introduced to this new life. That must have been pretty exciting, but being a Grom, you know, being proud of where you're from and, you know, having a little bit of a force to be reckoned with, you know, especially within your own generation and knowing that fucking this, this, this was somewhere where you were proud and the pride was strong, you know. Yeah. And, uh, then next minute, you know, you've got the world's best surfers coming over and wanting to hang <coughs> out with you blokes and take you surfing and, and, you know, be a part of the Maroubra culture. But obviously, you know, they could never be uh, the Maroubra culture, no matter who the fuck they were. Yeah. But having that having that connection with you guys and his, you know, young, young sort of pumped up crew, staunch buggers, and, and you're yeah. up there and, you, you know, connecting with some of the world's best. I mean, how that could have been, that must have been massive for you. Well, you, you can't really comprehend it as a kid. You know no, what I mean? Exactly. Here you are, one of the older boys is taking your backyard, and the, the boys have got photos and that with Kelly Slater, and, you know, you're a little kid. Yeah. And, and, and this is where you start to idolise the older boys. Fuck, and look at them. Look who they're getting around with. You know, like all walks of life you yeah. have been through that beach. You've got your fucking Bruce Irons on that have been there. We've had everyone, we've seen Jamie O'Brien down there. You know, even when they had the Snickers comp on down there, they had Kelly Slater and that, you know. The boys were leaving him letters. My little crew were leaving him letters on the car saying, you fucking better not win, cunt, you know, when he's versing <laughs> Stuart's in the competitors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, fuck. But, Imagine that over 50 little groms chasing you up the fucking beach because you knocked oh, off mate. one of the locals. We'll get yeah, you, cunt. <laughs> yeah, mate, even though we were groms, well, like, we go out in the surf now. Like, it's a different breed of kids now. You look at them, and they're not brought up the way you would have been, Simo. We were... I mean, there's always been a drug scene, a drug culture. Yeah. You know, there's no two ways about it. It's just what it is. It's how it's been. Fuck. Um, but there was definitely a shift, wasn't there, with the generations and the type of drugs and the crimes and, no. and you know, the, the respect and just in everything from what you guys brought forward to what it then became. Mate, that massively. I just think society in general has completely changed, you know. For for kids now, ice. Like, I, I wouldn't even know what ice was back when I was a kid. No. But back then, in them days, you surfed, you trained. Yeah, the boys went out and had benders and parties and that, but it ended there. Yeah. Everyone was surfing, everyone was training, everyone was pushing them into that. And now you you see these drugs now that are just fucking blokes that you've just, you look at it and they were just fucking the top-notch blokes that have ruined to drugs, alcohol, and everything. It is the devil, mate. It's an epidemic going around of this ice that is just ruining everyone. We never grew up with that. I never no. grew up with all that shit. No, it wasn't something. I mean, heroin was the big one back then. And if Definitely. you got caught up in that, smoking it or, you know, which a lot of young blokes did. Um, it was the generation and it's, it was big where Maroubra was, especially when you were growing up. I'm 45, oh, yeah. but I remember being in my early 20s and, you know, it was flooded through there. It was just yeah. what it was. Um you know, then you would see the young blokes chasing the dragon on the foil and fucking getting stoned and high. Like, it just, it just everywhere became real bad real quick. You know, oh, the, the whole fun of it all went. The crime life came, you know, and this is where it all starts to change a bit, didn't it? Yeah, oh, mate, definitely. So it's just, it just it, like, it just captures people. 
them drugs now, you know what I mean? So oh, I just uh, blokes that that are stand up men and that that fall down to the drugs or whatever, and you just see it ruin them, and then it gets to a point where they're gone, you know, like they're caught in that so much of that toxic environment. Were you, were you still, caught up in any of the drug scene during yeah, your like, my, teenage my years? generation weren't. As we got older, sort of, yeah, the drugs and that started coming along. I've got some of my best mates that were hooked on ice for six years that are now sober, hey, running listen, things. I'm going to say something to you, and I'm not going to mention a name, but there's a couple of faces down there, brother. My hands are in the air right now to say fucking praise be to all you boys because... What I've seen uh, from the outside looking in and the change in some of the most fucking staunchest men that are back and, you know, yeah. the brothers and, and the, the hearts are pure and they're just passionate and they're guiding this generation now into so much more positivity. But it's off the back of their negativity of what they've experienced, like yeah. yourself and, you know, what they've lost and what, what why they're still alive and how they're still able to now be parents, uh, be cousins, be godfathers. God, man, the amount of godfathers yeah. you've got down there for your kids, you know, all the brothers and each one of you is just fucking uplifting each other. It's yeah. powerful. I see it. Especially now at the moment, this present time, the beach, we've got it thriving again. See, thriving for good things. So when I was a kid, you, oh, we wanted to like, fucking like, get that name out there for fight and for surf and then to start a party and getting on the drink. We were on the drink at an early age. Yeah. It's fucking 13 year old and that. We're getting around the streets. We're on the drink. You bullshit your mum or whatever. I'm going to stay at easy. I should not stay at that bloke's house. You fucking, you know what I mean? That young mate's doing the vice versa to you with his mum, you know? So you're out. So, but everyone's got to enjoy themselves in life. You've got to have a good life, but to the point where we excess that much to the where we don't know the boundaries to it fucking ruins your life yeah you know we're like we're like what's what we say half us are fucking sickos we can't we don't do something half it's full on full on yeah it's full on it's a hundred percent it's all the testosterone come back you're gonna have a bender you're gonna bend it as hard you're gonna have a knuckle you want to be the best fighter whatever it is you know he's a rule pushing each other but now we try and get the groms now i i i it's all i want down there is for these groms to have a good life so I was I when we were kids, we had a lot of older boys looking after us. They used to pick us up in buses, take us to Suck Rock Surf, and and we were shown things like then. Like I remember one day, like we went to Suck Rock. It was twenty of the boys paddling. It was all bodyboarders, mate. They just fucking took off straight away. They just get the fuck out of the surf. We're little kids paddling out there. How good's this? You know what I mean? So we went out there, but as a little kid, what are you gonna do? Even when you're fucking thirteen and that you're surfing a sucky rock, like like you know a slab. You're going to have to get out there. I remember one, one of our mates, he, he shit himself. He didn't have a go that day. So on the way back from these things, they used to make us do a fucking Macca's run. So the bus would pull up around the corner. We'd run in and get $100 worth of Macca's. And, uh -oh. and at, the, at the end of it, you'd go, oh, can you just get me a, a, a McFlurry or something like that? As soon as you turn around, boom, we're out the door with all the food. So <laughs> all, all, I'm wearing the bus. Eating it. So the bloke that didn't have a go that day, he had to wear gherkins. His whole face was covered in gherkins. We're just slapping him on it. Because he wouldn't... <laughs> Shit like pickle head. Oh, pickle head. Oh, pickle head, mate. You're fucking not having a go. You're getting stuck with pickles. So. Oh, dear. You know, you've got to look back. And as much as we sit here and laugh, you've, you've got to enjoy the way that you guys grew up and raised. And it wasn't all laughs, though. There was a lot of tough times um, <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of crime, basically, that created a path for many of you. And, you know, respect and um, rest in peace to the brothers that are no longer here. That yeah. You yourself, 
started to go down a real uh, downward spiral in your teens. And, and, you know, that really started to set you on a path, didn't it, Dean? Yeah, well, definitely. Like, as I started getting older, like going up my 16s and that, we we just, we my generation, we just really, it was surf. When you get out of a surf, it was caused fucking chaos. We were a nightmare down that beach. That beach got terrorised from fucking start to finish every day, all day, if we weren't surfing. The only time we get a bit of peace if we're in the surf. So, it, 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 but in saying that, we had some of the older boys, you know, you get some that used to fucking blow up at us and pull us in alone, but then we get a fucking couple of them say, you know, you've got to live by chaos, mayhem and destruction. That's what we used to live by when we were kids. That was our little fucking motto. Yeah. So, it just progressed. When we were, like, we used to do things that, like, mate, there'd be a hundred kids sitting in the middle of, of Marine Parade sitting on crates and there was a crossing for people to get across and we'd be sitting on the crates pea-shooting people in the face. There'd be a line of us, you know what I mean? Or then from there, we'd go up on top of the shops and wait for rich people in convertibles to come through and throw shit at them from the Egham or, or or the coppers. We'd do things to bring the coppers down. And then brick the fucking yeah, fuck out of the paddy wagons. <laughs> throw everything. Yeah. So, Within that time, before we got them down there, we used to, to go backyard jumping, right? So we'd get out of the surf and say, oh, what are we doing? Well, let's go backyard jumping. So we used to, for fun, run through people's backyards to find ways to get away from the cops. So just create so, paths, just basically. Create paths, mate. Little yeah. nooks and crannies. Like, yeah. they think, boom, we just jumped over some random fence. We haven't just jumped over some random fence. We've jumped over that fence that we've been running 10, 20 times back and forth. You've got a purpose to what you're doing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Back and forth through the fence out here. Or we'd go from Maroubra. And if the waves are flat all along the cliffs at Lurline, mate, there's like 60-metre cliffs that we jump off. You yeah. know, then other things like you've got to prove yourself. If you, we'd all get down there, 20 of us, we'd start off on the little rocks and then you get up to street level where you've got to fucking run and if some bloke's not having a go, you know, fuck, get out of here, you weak cunt, you know. Everyone's having a go, you've got to do it. But just to get up to the law line for the thing, as we'd backyard jump. So we'd go from down the beach and just jump our way through backyards just to get up there. And, and, and so when the coppers come, they could never catch us. We'd be off. Was there you any, know, ever anybody just hanging off the back of the fucking line going through the yards and someone just crash tackle them and go, Oi, cut, come here and fucking grab them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, there was a big rot wheeler at one of them. So oh. that's the one we used to fucking like, do a little bit of a kick out of running through, like, oh, here comes a fucking, here comes a rot wheeler one. We'd always leave the slowest bloke at the end or some bloke on the, and new to our game we used to terrorise. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about earning your keep, mate. I'll tell you what, I'm a fat bloke, but I would have run quicker than anybody else if I'd seen that fucking oh, roll mate. wheeler. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but, but a lot of people got offside with my crew because... Hear more in Season 5, The Clink. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop For the record... <laughs> For the record, yeah. For the, for the record, yeah. For the record, yeah. For the record, yeah. for the record. Yeah.